Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP, Highly Sensitive Person. Welcome. It is May 17th, 2021 and how are you doing? There's a lot of energy out there so we will uh, continue forward and talk about the best way to deal with it. I first want to recommend something. Recently I discovered a I think it's a Google video of a woman talking about HSPs and I've come to a new realization that I didn't really absorb before, which is just how unique HSPs actually are. And again, that is short for highly sensitive person, highly sensitive people. Did you know that it's one out of every five, which is like two out of 10, et cetera, et cetera, have this um, sensitivity. And it's just kind of interpreting things uh, on a deeper level. It's being overall more sensitive to all of the senses, sight, sound, taste, smell, et cetera, (laughs) feel, touch. Anyway, um, she communicated things to me in a way where I was like, wow, I mean, there's been a lot of scientific studies done on this sort of trait. And so if you're interested, definitely look her up. I'm going to try to see if it's written down somewhere, if I wrote her name, but just kind of do, um, you can Google, (laughs) Google Talks, uh, HSP. And she's likely to pop up. I'll give myself another minute here to try to locate her name and then I'll just move on. Um, Hold on. Hold on. Maybe that's a message for you peeps out there. Hold on. You're doing good. (laughs) Side message. Um, You're getting through it. Living a best life. That's what we are all about here at RVE. So I'm close. Here we go. Dr. Elaine Aaron. Last name, capital A-R-O-N. So uh, listen to her talk or Google her and look it up because it's very, very interesting to read more about yourself. And we should be as informed as possible about being highly sensitive because it has everything to do with living a best life for ourselves right and everyone around us all right let's go to the astrology recap and talk about the week ahead by the way I want to apologize that I am uploading this episode of the light a day later than usual I try to do it on Sundays this is Monday But that's going to happen sometimes because such is life. You know what I mean? I think you get it. Um, Other stuff came up. I was incredibly tired. blah 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 But here I am now. So here we all are. Yay. Looking back. The past week. Let me find it. Do-do-do. Hmm. So we had, ooh, 
the new moon in Taurus. Was that last weekend? It was a week ago. Uh, last Tuesday. New moon in Taurus. We had a square between Mars and Chiron. Ooh, we had a trine between Mercury and Saturn. We had a sextile between Mars and Uranus. Uh, wow, a quintile between Venus and Neptune. There's another sextile between the Sun and Neptune. This, this is a lot of good energy. I mean, even that square between Mars and Chiron is ultimately good because that's all about healing. But squares can be tough because they can be very stressful and they, we generally have to take some sort of action to help relieve the frustration of it. So there's that. But if you're on board with, you know, working hard and um, challenging yourself a bit, which is what healing is all about, right? That's why more people, more people aren't healed because it's actually kind of hard work but it's so worth it I cannot express enough so keep at it now Jupiter moved into Pisces did I mention that and um, so here we are <laughs> at the beginning of this new week and today we have the Sun trine Pluto retrograde that is pretty cool because anytime I experience personally a trine that has to do with Pluto retrograde, I find that there is opportunity for incredible transformation and positive healing. The sun is currently still in Taurus. That's all about our finances, how we make our money, linking it up with our morals and values and self-worth using our natural talents and learned skills. And it's all about beautiful things as well. Tauruses, um, material possessions and beauty. It's ruled by Venus. So, um, or it rules Venus, whatever. Anyway, it's linked to Venus. <laughs> um, love, social graces, harmony, that kind of thing. Also, uh, tomorrow on the 18th, we have Venus playing a rather large role. There's Venus sextile Chiron. Venus is in Gemini all about the mind, what we learn, how we communicate. And Chiron is still in Aries, which is our goals, who we are, our egos, you know, moving forward with action. Uh, so Chiron, there is, of course, again, opportunity to heal. Chiron is the wounded healer. So it's not easy because it's usually stuff related to anger and rage as well. I always laugh whenever I say that. Oh my gosh, I can't help it. I mean, rage is like so... I, I don't know. It's like just this this thing I do. <laughs> when I talk about healing anger and rage because it's so... Um, I don't even have a word. <laughs> I don't have a word to describe it. And perhaps that's best. Um so again, it's one of those things that can be incredibly difficult, but well, well, well worth it. All right, moving on, there is also a semi-sextile between Venus and Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus. I seem to have forgotten that. And 
that again is uh, about our money, self-worth, beauty. So you could come up with some kind of unexpected uh, epiphany. There could be some sort of new development or change. Uh, Uranus is the great awakener. So there could be a, a minor tower moment of some kind, but it is good. It's linked with Venus. So Venus is uh, relationships, love, harmony. It's good stuff. So um, look for healing epiphanies. And this is tomorrow, the 18th, May 18th. And these energies last a little bit before and after. They are exact, remember. There's some smaller um, stressful semi sezi squares with uh, Pluto retrograde and Jupiter, but and Venus and Mars. So you've got Venus, uh, wonderful feminine qualities, Mars, wonderful masculine qualities. If it is a healed Mars, that's kind of what the the Chiron and Aries is all about. It's important to to heal the damaged parts. If it's a wounded Mars, <laughs> forget about it. I mean, like that is something to heal. That's something to work with and heal. Not to forget about. <laughs> I take those. I take that back. Um, but it is something uh, to be healed. Okay. So the point that I'm trying to make is you have all these interesting energies at play. You've got Venus, you've got Mars, you've got Pluto retrograde, which is transforming shadow side stuffs. Um, rela uh, issues related to power, control, that kind of thing. And it's an inner experience because it's retrograde. And we've got Jupiter! Jupiter! Jupiter is the great benefic. Uh, good luck planet. So I always say things can't get too far twisted with Jupiter in the mix. So remember, during this time, this week, take time every day to what? Be and stay calm and balanced. Dur, dur, dur. Very, very important. Every day we got to take time to de-stress, clear the mind kind of focus on what you're focusing on, refocus on what you want and not on what you don't want. Because on the 19th, which is Wednesday, we have Venus square Saturn. Yay! Or <laughs> trine. <laughs> I mean trine. So that's interesting, I should say square. I think I kind of get the feeling it's important to take some sort of action. Because squares are about taking an action to relieve stress or a frustrating situation somehow. Trines, trine energy is oftentimes so harmonious and so easy flowing that we don't do a whole lot. People generally don't push in any, you know, specific way when dealing with trine energy. The whole point of trine energy is that things flow so well that it's almost like you don't notice you don't notice stuff because you're not focused on the bad. You, does this make sense? It's kind of like vacation, going with the flow, kind of like energy. You know, it feels so good. So you don't really try real hard one way or the other. Um, so the fact that I said square means 
you should try. You should try for something because Saturn is there. It's Venus trine Saturn. Saturn is about our work, work ethic, overcoming obstacles, who we are in the world, our reputations, relationship to authority figures, large and small, long-term goals, career, and it's in Aquarius. Aquarius is innovation, humanitarianism, a kind of punk rock rebellion, um, new ideas and epiphanies. So you could be coming up and, you know, Venus again is about finances. It can have a lot to do with how you make your money. So there could be an, uh, an epiphany that you have. So be conscious of that. And then on the 20th, the sun moves into the sign of Gemini. Happy birthday, Geminis. And let's see where this uh, week ends up on the 23rd. Okay, so we've got a couple squares toward the end of the week. Um, Friday and Saturday, Sun square Jupiter, Mercury square Neptune. Neptune is in Pisces. That does have to do with dreaminess, subconscious, closing out energetic karmic cycles, and it can have to do with addictions. It's also our relationship to the divine, our personal spirituality. So because it has to do with the mind, I kind of have a feeling it might have something to do with healing the subconscious, closing out an energetic cycle for yourself or, and or healing an addiction. So that's toward the end of the week that might be popping up for you. What else is going on? And then we have Saturn going retrograde. That's next Sunday in Aquarius. That is an inner experience of everything that I just listed off a couple of minutes ago about work and who you are in the world, personal reputation. So get to it. If you're lazy, work on your work ethic. Work on work. Work on working yourself. Make work fun somehow. Um... And that is an individual thing. But it's important to work on your life, really, to make it the best life, to be living a best life, right? That's the whole point of this podcast, really, is to learn how to uh, deal with a very overstimulated and overstimulating world and uh, be, be able to move forward and live a best life. Yay! All right, so, you know, I'm not too uh, concerned about those squares. Um, Saturn's going retrograde, and then there's a semi-sextile between Venus and Mars at the beginning of next week. And then that the following week, we have a full moon in Sagittarius. Ooh, and Sagittarius is all about exploring... Um, learning new things, kind of having new experiences, traveling a little bit, and that might be opening up for a lot of people. Now, things are shifting a little bit in terms of the worldwide pandemic and, um, you know, people being vaccinated. So there's a whole new kind of sense of adventure happening. Yay! Well, let's move to the guidance cards and see if we expand upon this theme a little more. I'm now going to bless and ground the cards and energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take a moment to clear your mind, do some conscious breathing, etc. And 
I will be back shortly. Thank you. All right, I'm back. So, Osho Zen cards. Please flip a card entirely for peeps. Okay, here we go. I was going to say um, that has to do with something to be conscious of in this next week from when you are listening to this podcast. Okay, we have the Knight of Swords that flipped. Now, in the traditional tarot, Knight of Swords is very uh, fast communication. And generally, people interpret like the um, uh, the royal cards. I've forgotten what their what their name is, but as being others. So it can be other people bringing information to you, new ideas. I, of course, always tend to go from the perspective of the individual on the inner. So to me, it points to you being um, having very inspiring ideas and uh, communication, which the astrology, you know, points to. Now, in the Osho Zen, this is that card that features the being made of wood planks, and there are all these gears in the head and these smokestacks coming out of the top of the head with dirty, polluted air. There's kind of an agonized look on this being's face. It doesn't look very fun at all. So check your thinking. Make sure to put like an air purifier up in your mind. Take time to breathe. Do whatever, whatever to help yourself calm down and be conscious. Shift your thoughts to the more positive. This stuff matters, you know. It's not just me going blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's been like pretty long established. (laughs) that it matters where you put your energy, it matters where you put your focus. Um, And then once you kind of elevate or shift to um, feeling better, your life actually becomes better, which makes sense. I don't know why this is like hard for people to grasp. It just seems like it's a no brainer to me. Um, So anyway, I'm not going to I'm going to refrain from going into a rant. But this tells me be you know focus on what you're focusing on and make sure that you're thinking you know you're not thinking a bunch of dirty polluted stinky thoughts and and air. All right. But uh so <laughs> what can listeners focus on instead or to help heal this this mental pollution? Please flip out another card for us. What to focus on, right? With these, so, uh, okay, we got a bunch, a few that fell out here. Ooh, oh my gosh. What to focus on? We have the King of Pentacles, the Ace of Wands, and the World. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do. Uh, King of Pentacles, Abundance. Ace of Wands, titled The Source, 
and the world titled Completion. So what to focus on? Abundance, the creative source, and completion of a whole life cycle. Now, I do want to give a shout out. It's really important also to connect with God, universal energy, source spirit, and have that spiritual connection for yourself because that helps with everything. It's, um, it's a foundational element to a happy, healthy whole life. Now, uh, the king of pentacles, abundance, this features, and this is, this pertains to masculine and feminine. Uh, this features a dude sitting on, you know, a book, lotus leaf. Uh, there's the sun, the moon, there are mountains in the background. There's a lotus flower. Lots of uh, colors and fruit and um, different sort of like symbolism having to do with abundance and prosperity. Of course, king of pentacles. Pentacles has to do with the home, health, financial abundance. And it has to do with like actual, actual physical things in our lives that we can touch our homes and abundance I mean also I want to point out now wherever you are whatever you call home I mean that can change through our lives but it's super important that wherever you go you take time to um, heal and home needs to be a place to be able to heal from the overstimulation that is out there for everyone so you know the uh, make your home a sanctuary basically is what I'm trying to say somehow in some way and that means healing ourselves with um, um, beauty art inspiring things look I'll just go into the ace of wands from here yeah <coughs> aces New beginnings, blessings from God, universal energy, source, siri, um, source spirit. Um, this card features like a shining orb, kind of like the sun. I mean, it looks like the sun to me. And it is radiant. I mean, this is creativity. This is inspired passion, energy, moving forward in like a whole new way. Why? Because you have completion here. You have the world. This features like a Buddha face that has, it's in jigsaw puzzle pieces, but it's all in place and someone is putting in the last piece of the puzzle. And you know where it's located? The third eye chakra. So think about that. Think about that. Uh, but, you know, look into your third eye chakra. That has to do with intuition. That has to do with meditation. Um, absolutely. So these are beautiful energies here what to deal or what to do to deal with the uh, pollution polluted thinking of the warped um, knight of swords yeah yeah king of pentacles uh, ace of wands and the world card are beautiful beautiful energies uh, anything else for peeps we have the three of swords making an appearance isolation 
So many people are coming out of isolation and I think the important thing is to focus on how beautiful that is. I mean, the beauty of connection. Um, on the card here, it features an individual encased in ice, but he's crying and the golden tears are starting to melt away the ice. So remember, tears is a way of healing. I went through a phase not too long ago, a month, month and a half, where I was crying almost every day. And it can be a very healing thing. Um, a lot of times I cry because I'm happy too. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, but what to focus on to help with the he healing of the Three of Swords heartbreak. That can, that's traditionally known as heartbreak in the traditional tarot. So please flip over cards to help. What should listeners focus on to help heal the Three of Swords isolation? Please flip the card entirely, Osho Zendek. Mm -hmm. That didn't flip entirely. It looked like Knight of Wands. Uh, I didn't get a full look at it though. It just kind of showed itself. But that is um, titled Intensity. And so, okay, Four of Cups turning in and the Temperance card, Integration. So these cards are very healing and very calming. The Four of Cups in this Osho Zen Tarot deck features a woman meditating. She's meditating and she's like burning away these, there are all these faces uh, of like yammering, you know, voices in the mist, in the mists of the mind around her. It's kind of like the gray smoke that's coming from that first card, the Knight of Swords, mind. So I see uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like at least seven or eight, um, you know, separate kind of f figures in her like voices right around her but she's burning it away with this beautiful light and uh, she looks very peaceful she's sitting there like meditating and uh, temperance is all about healing and balance and patience it features uh, rainbow light crystals flowers the sun the moon an eagle a swan a yin yang symbol a robberos uh, outer space which is always the divine. Um, uh, healing light. So, and a meditative uh, face as well. So, this really points to meditation to me and exploring the third eye chakra um, and becoming perhaps doing that in a more determined way because I saw that Knight of Wands, which is titled. Um, I, I, at least I think I saw it. It's titled Intensity. So if you're going to get intense about something, when it comes to your healing, get intense about um, turning in, um, integration of di different healing energies, working on balance, working on um, patience, working on, you know, it's okay. Sometimes sometimes I get very, very impatient. But 
as long as you keep moving forward in different positive healing ways, sometimes healing can be very slow and it seems like you're not getting anywhere, but you are. There's a whole, you know, and I just had an image of a, a plant growing from a seed. You stick a seed in the ground and you're watering it and there's sunshine and you don't see any action for the longest time and it can seem like nothing is happening, but it is, it is happening. Any final cards for us today? As I wrap up this reading. This is a beautiful reading. Oh, Ten of Cups just flipped over. Ah, Harmony. Oh my gosh. Goosebumps. This features the two dolphins jumping from the heart chakra to the third eye chakra again. This is definitely confirmation. Work with your uh, chakras and meditate because it features a meditating woman. I mean, that's the dolphins are jumping from her third eye chakra to her, her, I mean, from her heart chakra to the third eye. Um, Harmony, Ten of Cups. This is beautiful, beautiful emotion. Beautiful love, light, abundance and prosperity, rainbows, unicorns, like abundance and prosperity on the inner, which is super important because once you have that, it, the outer follows. So um, this is a beautiful reading, peeps. Beautiful reading. So when it comes to polluted thinking, fears, um, whatever, you know, clogging up your mind and heartbreak as well. What, what do you focus on? King of Pentacles energy, uh, Ace of Wands energy, the world. Four of Cups turning in, which in this deck is specifically talking about meditating. Uh, temperance card, healing, balance, and Ten of Cups. Harmony. It's there for you. Healing. Healing. On all levels. So, work it, work it, work it, peeps. You're doing good. Bottom of the deck, Knight of Pentacles, slowing down. Uh, pa uh, page of Pentacles, Adventure, and Page of Cups, Understanding. So this is a very youthful energy. And um, remember to have a little adventure and to have fun. That's really important right now. Because you're being freed from certain like mental cages within. Having new understanding. And... Um, and the Knight of Pentacles is slow, step-by-step -step movement, but it is movement. And you are getting there. Um, and I am very proud of you. I'm proud of us all. So with that, I'm going to close out the reading for today. I hope that was helpful. I think it was. And stay tuned for more. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.